0: As a good friend of ours might say, Casey, don't be stupid. Just, you know, take these reports with a grain of salt, declining market share in no way is indicative of catching up, smaller competitors catching up. Hey everyone. Welcome back. Today, we're going to take just a couple minutes talking about the NVIDIA H200. We feel like we need to at least do a token video on that big announcement. I say token video because everybody's still talking about NVIDIA, but specifically we want to kind of invert the discussion a bit and talk about AMD and Intel and their ability to catch up in the AI arms race. Can they do it? We'll talk about that first. Folks, please know we did record this before the applied materials earnings on Thursday evening. We will be providing you with our take on that very soon, especially in regards to the fiscal year 2024 outlook. Suffice to say, we think this is an important update to understand and really perhaps get the first glimpse into what 2024 could hold for the semiconductor market. So check our community board here on YouTube. Check us out on Twitter slash X as we provide some initial takes on that earnings report. Okay, enough said about that. Back to the NVIDIA H200 discussion, Casey.
1: Yeah, I feel like maybe we need to do a quick disclaimer because what we're about to say is not an indication that we're saying NVIDIA is a buy right now. It's still our largest single position after the recent rebound and it's over 10% of our portfolio. We did buy NVIDIA stock many times over the course of many years, including this time in 2022. So we think this high conviction, high concentration in a single stock should be earned over time, not the result of a big bet from us as investors or a swing for the fences type of approach. That more often than not leads in disaster. So we are not advocating for that.
0: Of course, good point, good reminder if you're new to the channel and are not aware of our investment process. That said, the NVIDIA H200 is yet another impressive leap over its predecessors, the H100 and the A100. So NVIDIA said it has been accelerating its chip development in large part to it, as we like to say, it's eating its own AI cooking. By using the new computational ai to develop new chips more quickly so as a result the cadence of new major product announcements was said to move up to a range of six months to a year every six months to a year we're going to get some new product major product announcement especially for the data center versus prior it was roughly every two years nvidia would come up with a big new product announcement one one to two years so we can see some initial footage of all this work in AI for Nvidia itself. Now, as far as this new H 200 system, again, based off of the hopper chip architecture, besides ongoing software and LLM or large language model library intros to make these things even more useful for AI developers. The big jump here is in HBM three E memory. So. High bandwidth memory, third generation E Casey, we did a video talking about this a couple of months ago and about how South Korea's SK hynix or that has this chip making arm specifically for memory was taking orders from Nvidia to secure manufacturing capacity and for HBM three. e So the H 200 is largely a result of that link to that video and what HBM three E memory actually is
1: the press release that came along with this nvidia h200 gpu gave us some specs and some indications as to what and how powerful this chip is they said it's faster larger memory with hbm 3e the nvidia h200 delivers 141 gigabytes of memory at 4.8 terabytes per second which is nearly double the capacity and 2.4 times more bandwidth compared to its predecessor, the NVIDIA A100. This H200 will lead to further performance leaps, including nearly doubling inference speed on Llama 2, a 70 billion parameter large language model compared to the H100.
0: So if you're unaware, Llama 2 is META's new large language model, aka Facebook, Instagram and WhatsApp, this is an LLM framework that is available to tinker with if you're a developer and that meta hopes to make some money off of once those, once the results of the tinkerings get released via large cloud distributors. So basically they'll be making money off of the resale of those. If you know, Microsoft Azure resells a llama 2 based AI model or AWS or whoever. So that's what Llama 2 is. Big performance upgrade in training AI using the H-200. Before continuing, let me remind you to hit the like button and subscribe to the channel if this video is helpful as you do your own investment research and increase your knowledge of business and technology. We really appreciate the support as subscribing to the channel helps us continue putting out content like this.
1: All of the tech giants, Amazon Web Services, Google Cloud, Microsoft Azure, and Oracle Cloud Infrastructure will be among the first cloud service providers that will deploy this chip, the H200 based chip starting next year. In addition to CoreWeave, Lambda and Vulture. This chip will be available from global system manufacturers and cloud service providers starting in the second quarter of 2024. Now, you
0: mentioned in the press release there, Casey, a couple of the smaller cloud infrastructure providers also getting access to the H200 system. This is interesting, Casey. There's a lot going on under the surface here with NVIDIA's business model and provides some some interesting insights into the type of manager Jensen Wong has recently did an article about how NVIDIA has been investing in many of these startups, including CoreWeave to bolster its ecosystem or what's called its, its platform in the coming years. Wong has talked a lot about this as of late about wanting to make NVIDIA a platform, other companies building their business atop what NVIDIA has done. And so if those customers succeed, NVIDIA succeeds. And it's distributing a lot of its cash windfall to invest in many of these companies linked to that article here. Now, make no mistake about this, a cyclical downturn will crop up at some point for NVIDIA, just like it has at numerous points in the past. That's why we're sitting pat with our position right now and not doing anything at this point. The question now is when will the next downturn come? We still think that current demand remains elevated through the end of calendar year 2024, but that doesn't it all diminish what we believe will be NVIDIA's long-term dominance for many years to come as a result of this constant improvement and innovation in what they've already done, as well as all of these small bets that they're spreading across the industry right now and what could be this next iteration of AI.
1: So now the main question, can AMD and Intel catch up with NVIDIA? Nick, I know you have two good reasons as to why leaders in a certain market can lose their leadership. Tell us a little bit more about that.
0: There's a principle, maybe not quite a hard and fast rule, but a general principle in tech that a lack of understanding it or maybe just overlooking it uh, has burned us at times in the past. So leaders lose their leadership for one of two reasons. Casey, this is important. The first, they fumble the ball. Uh, They make at least one critical error, if not multiple, and leave the door open for a competitor to pass them up. This is what happened to Intel over the course of especially the last decade, which left the door open for Taiwan Semiconductor Manufacturing to pass them up in manufacturing capability. And then also for AMD to catch up in chip design. Okay. So the first reason a company loses leadership, it's their own doing. They make mistakes. Second, there's a major tectonic shift in underlying technology that moves the market out from under said leader. So this is what Nvidia just did to its peers and the data center chip market. It moved the market away from a CPU centric system for data centers to a GPU centric system. And this really got accelerated by the viral nature of chat GPT at the end of 2022. It was like that first home run hit uh, use case for these AI accelerators in the data center. So Casey, I think the short answer here is no, AMD and Intel will not simply just catch up to NVIDIA. This is often referred to, and you'll hear this called the first mover advantage for a company. Like NVIDIA. And it really has to be one of those two things that unseats that leader in the world of tech. It has to be they make a critical error or there's that major technological shift that moves the market out from under them. So, that being said, AMD and Intel will introduce competing products and services. For example, AMD has this new Instinct MI300 AI accelerator used for both training and inference. And Lisa Su said that's going to generate at least $2 billion in AI GPU sales next year, linked to that article we just wrote here. But when a company like Nvidia has close to hundred percent market share, in this instance, generative AI training using LLMs, the introduction of competing products means an inevitable decline in that market share, that virtual 100% market share, of course, like this is obvious math, right? but that in no way means a competitor is catching up. It doesn't mean AMD and Intel are somehow closing in on NVIDIA's lead. It's simply that maintaining a total monopoly, it's impossible in a truly efficient competitive market.
1: It's math that even I can do. And case in point here, while we have yet to see NVIDIA's own Q3 earnings, we can take a look at the data center sales for AMD and Intel this quarter. Total data center revenue was 1.6 billion last quarter at AMD, which was flat year over year, but better than Intel's 10% year-over-year data center sales decline to $3.8 billion. Now, the rub here is that there's a lot more to the data center segment than AI chips. After booming cloud computing growth the last few years, the bulk of AMD sales, which is primarily from Epic CPUs and adaptive systems on chips, big data center operators are reallocating budgets to generative AI GPUs. Not great even as AMD and Intel take market share from NVIDIA. Now media reports that are pumping this idea that AMD and Intel are taking market share away from NVIDIA are just just that. They're pumping this idea and they aren't really aiding to our understanding of these companies or investing in general.
0: As a good friend of ours might say, Casey, don't be stupid. Just, you know, take these reports with a grain of salt. Uh, declining market share in no way is indicative of catching up, smaller competitors catching up. It just means that maybe some money is being spread around a little bit in an industry that was once close to 100% dominated by the first mover advantage. Okay. So, Casey, this is where I think what's, Really invert and reframe this discussion so it's useful for us as investors. Instead of talking about them catching up to NVIDIA in generative AI, let's just maybe talk about this. AMD and Intel are in dire need of, of profit margin boost, right? That's the real need here at this point. After an absolutely destructive period of downturn for the, in particular, the PC market, which is historically where Intel and AMD make all their money. That's where they make their hay, right?
1: We have a couple charts here from our friends at Main Street Data. First, AMD and then Intel. Both of these, you can see that their operating margins are basically going to zero over the last year. So the question is, how can AMD and Intel rebound from all of this?
0: Yeah, instead of highlighting the data center segment and AI and catching up to NVIDIA, (laughs) let's show the same earnings reports as before for them instead of the data center segments let's talk about their client segment the pc centric part of both of these businesses see our last video on qualcomm versus apple and the new pc upgrade cycle that's in the early aughts it seems like it's starting to heat up again and it's being driven by on-device generative ai but at the end of the day a rebound in pc sales would be very, very welcome news, even for AMD and Intel, even if they do have some extra competition coming to the market for them in that in this part of their business as well. So a rebound in client sales for both of these companies is going to mean a big rebound in operating profit margin, kind of overlooked here as everyone hyper focuses on data center and AI. And then second, you know, let's do talk about data center. AMD and Intel are pouring development dollars into this to bring some product to market. But rather than talking about them catching up to NVIDIA and maybe even, you know, someone trying to surpass NVIDIA, let's simply measure their return on investment from these investment dollars that they're putting to work. Let's instead focus on if in 2024, AI for AMD and Intel can translate into higher profit margins. If they can, the stocks will follow suit. It's as simple as that. This doesn't need to be uh, some sort of competition for top market share.
1: As a reminder, we are AMD shareholders too, and this is exactly what we wanna see, a positive and robust return on investment. Notice how that figure has tanked in the last year using this return on assets chart from our friends at Main Street Data. It's not good. AMD needs to get its financial house back in order as return on assets has sunk to zero. Same goes for Intel, which was underperforming peers anyways in the years leading up to this, but this is also down to zero. Now, compare that to Nvidia's booming return on assets, which has outperformed peers for many years. Quick break from chip stock investor Casey, and I wanted to talk to you about Main Street Data. Main Street Data is a data visualization and charting platform that helps investors analyze companies in the stock market. Because the stock market is so complex, it can be very difficult to make informed investment decisions without the right tools. Main Street Data gives you the tools and information you need to make better investment decisions. Main Street Data offers a variety of benefits, including data visualization, charting tools, and company earnings calls transcripts, which are an easy way to reference up to date comments from management of your favorite stocks. You can sign up for Main Street Data today and get a special discount through our link below in the description.
0: Now, the story is very similar, Casey, if we use return on invested capital, ROIC. That's probably for a different video, though. It's just a simple comparison here using return on assets. And again, like I mentioned before, this gives us some insight into CEO Jensen Wong's management style. He's really created this very unique business model, essentially, the world's largest for-profit research and development company if your investment thesis in AMD and or Intel is that they're going to catch up uh, I'm not so sure that's going to work out so well uh, I think that hope could lead in some disappointment that doesn't make make either either stock a bad investment though just maybe take a different angle looking at this Far more important than dominating in market share at this point is just simply them getting a good return on their investments again in some form or fashion. So that's a wrap for this, a talk on NVIDIA and the H200 and whether competitors are going to catch up or not.
1: So on a future episode, we can talk more about AI inference versus NVIDIA's AI training dominance and how inference has already been hacked up into chunks by Alphabet or Google and newer entrants into the market, such as Cloudflare, which we will link to an article that Nick did recently on its GPU biz and the emergence of on device ai inference which was our last video on qualcomm and apple stay tuned chip stock investors for our next video it will be on applied materials earning results later next week and make sure you hit the subscribe button and have your notifications enabled we will see you again soon at Chipstock investor